What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Story Worth Sharing podcast. I am the host, well, one of the hosts, Chris Shepard. I'm joined by the other, much more famous, much oh, more no. articulate, oh, Emmy Rodriguez. What's up? Emmy, how's it going? I, man, how are we in season three, I know, Chris? celebration season three. I can't believe we made it to season three. I, I agree. I remember having I a agree. conversation before we ever kicked this thing off, and mm-hmm. I said, Emmy, this is going to be one of those things, if we're going to say yes and commit to this, then I want to put out at least, I don't remember what the number was, I think it's like 50 episodes yeah. or something. I was yeah. like, if we're going to do this, I want us to do this, because I have a really bad habit of starting things and then just being like, <laughs> eh, I'm bored with it and moving on. But this has been a lot of fun. I'm proud of us, honestly. Yes. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You've put up like- with me for two episodes, two whole seasons <laughs> and chose to come back for a third Look, season. I know. But see, I feel like you do a lot of the hard work. I just get to sit and enjoy the conversations, bring a little fun. You do all the hard work of editing these. People don't realize it, but you put all that extra work in. Yeah. I don't even spend a minute doing that. So yeah, no big deal. So thank you. <laughs> but you run our social media. Yeah, but see. Make I, people look I, good. Okay, well, we can see, stop now. This is too yeah. much. <laughs> We're it's starting a mutual, strong. mutual job, but we're really excited for season three. We have a great slate of guests, just bringing on some people that are near and dear to our heart that we have had a relationship with, and that we have had such a, a fun opportunity to to see their story up close, yeah. and now to get to create an opportunity for them to share some of their story. We're super excited about. Amy, what are you most excited about going into season three? It's crazy. I actually am prepping for this season. I remembered a quote from a book I read probably early in college, and I wanted to read it really quick. Okay. But it was by Kay Warren, and it's in her book, Sacred Privilege, that she wrote as a pastor's wife and kind of to like encourage other pastor's wives and things like that. And so that's what it says. And it just hit me. So there is always going to be temptation to go back into the box and not tell your story, but you have a story that's worth telling. You actually encourage other people when you use your own story. Has it ever occurred to you that you're not living your life just for yourself, that the things that happen to you, the things you've done through and the things you've gone through and struggled with are actually meant to encourage others? And I was like, wow, that's what we and Chris get to do with this. And that's so fun. Like we're encouraging people to get to do that. And the fact that your journey and your story is so worth remembering because it's revealing how God has worked in your life. And when you remember... When you remember how God worked, it's revealing how he fought for you and like mm, fought on your behalf. So and good. so I love that we get to do this. And honestly, I'm just excited to hear new stories and hear what people have been through that maybe we don't even know, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's the thing maybe people don't uh, realize about this. Most of the time when we're bringing people on, in fact, I think almost every single episode of the first two seasons, we have walked away and like, I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yeah. Like, it's so amazing to yeah. hear just some of the things that people have opened up and shared because I've had so many conversations lately. I feel like where it's like, man, as soon as I realized someone else had gone through the same thing or experienced the same thing, all of a sudden I felt so much more comfortable. Yeah. I was willing to mm-hmm. open up and share part of my story. So it's going to be a great season. You're definitely going to want to keep coming back. Go ahead, hit subscribe. However, you're listening to this so that it shows up on your phone or your tablet or your computer, whatever it is. You know what, Emmy? They could go ahead and leave a review as well. Yeah, that would honestly help us out a lot. I'd love to see that. And then maybe more people would find out about the podcast, hear people's stories. The world would be changed, not because of our podcast. But one but story at a time. Jesus, know? that's why. That's Jesus why. will change the that's world. That's the yeah. answer. Well, and Jesus and our, our guest today will change the world. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. The world starts in kindergarten. 
that's when things really just start heating up You're and get wrong. serious. Not and wrong. today's guest knows that well. So, so, so excited to have Jennifer West on the podcast. What's up, Jennifer? Woo-hoo. Hello. How are you guys? We are so good. <laughs> so glad you're here. And, you know, we said that the world starts in kindergarten because that, that, is, that is your world. That is my world. Every day I am a kindergarten teacher. Um, used to be first grade. Just recently moved to kindergarten this year, and it is the best. It was the best decision I've made professionally. I just absolutely love it. And maybe we'll get into this yeah. just in telling your story, but what <laughs> uh, precipitated that change for you? Um, I work at a private school here in town, and where I work, the teachers do not have a high turnover rate, and um, teachers don't move from grade level to grade level gotcha. very often. And so mm. I it was kind of the perfect storm last year, end of the year. You know, like we were already online. It was already crazy. And then two teachers shifted around, and I had an opportunity to move to kindergarten. And I thought, if I don't do this now, I am never, never going to get yeah. this chance. Yeah. And so I moved down, and it's just been absolutely wonderful. Just mm. that age. You know, I liked first grade a lot, but... That w- that's a weird transition year, mm-hmm. honestly, between yeah. being a baby in kindergarten mm-hmm. and being a little more independent in second. And it is just, this is, it's just so fun. Every day is so fun and so new for them. And they're very forgiving, which yeah. I, you know, you always, you know, you hear about that, like the joy of a child and seeing through things through like the lens of what a child sees. And gosh, they are so sweet and so forgiving and Amazing. so full of joy. And I will have mornings when I come into work and I'll be a little grumpy or I don't <laughs> want to be there so early. And I have this one student who comes in every single day and she is just honestly like physically bouncing up and down because she's excited to oh, be there. And so, so it's like, good. I thought, okay, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. like, why am I not full of joy like that? Like, I have go. every mm-hmm. reason to be that happy. And so, you know, yeah, if she it's can a good do reminder. It, you can do yeah. it. Absolutely. Yes. So it's a good reminder. So good. Nice. I imagine that I will probably be texting you a lot more this school year because Landry is in kindergarten. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Like Landry's in kindergarten. So yeah, we're, uh, I guess excited about that. It you know, be. just I already felt old, but now I just yeah. feel more yeah. old. It's like, it's oh my gosh, yeah. all downhill from there. So, okay, this podcast is not about me and how old I am. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. No, uh, when you, you know, way before, because you've been a teacher now for a decade. Yes, yes. And, insane. But way before that, you yeah. know, there's just a lot of stuff that led up to that moment. Mm-hmm. And so, um, as we, I love that quote that Amy said yeah, earlier from Kay Warren and just how. The, the story is, it's really, I'm putting words in Kay Warren's mouth. She didn't say this, but it's like, it's the gateway. It, yeah. That's yeah. what opens the door Absolutely. for connection and for sharing. And when we think about our story and, and we think about your story, it, mm-hmm. it really is a collection of moments and people and lessons. And so we're going to talk about those things, but specifically thinking about moments, like what are some of those moments for you that have been, you know, just so pivotal, mm-hmm. those circumstances that have been pivotal for you in your life? You know, it was raised in a in a very I was raised in church but a very legalistic way um and came from a very loving background very I was very cared for but at the same time I never really had that relationship with Christ mm-hmm. so um looking back you know that is something I didn't notice until I was out of college mm-hmm. and I was probably two or three years into my professional career. And just, I really like looking back now, of course, hindsight's twenty twenty, um, And I can see how much I really lived for the world and just, um, 
not had no clue that I needed a relationship with yeah. Christ. And so I can, you know, look back and see, whoa, everything that's kind of built up to now was because I was living for the moment, living for what I thought the world expected of mm-hmm. me, um, both with Finding friendships, um, relationships with guys, um, you know, in the workplace, nothing about any of those aspects of my life was like good, I guess you could say. (laughs) I don't know. Nothing seemed, looking back, nothing was really on track Mm -hmm. um, until I realized that I was missing that relationship with Christ. So, yeah. How how mm. did that realization come to be, Mm -hmm. right? Because you said it wasn't really until you got out of college that you even began to recognize that at all. So what did that realization look like for you? So um, I would say, let's see, it kind of hit me more around the time I started dating Kyle, my husband, um, which you know him so well. I love Kyle. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I would say, you know, I knew, I called myself a Christian and didn't really understand what that meant. What I, it was a facade for me on the outside of what I thought it looked like, but I had no idea what that meant behind Mm -hmm. closed doors in my heart. Um, And so that realization honestly started when we were dating. Um, I had church hopped and, then I started dating Kyle and asked him to come to church with me. And then we started coming to Brazos and it was, the vibe was awesome and the people were nice and got us in the door. And then we got plugged in and I would say even probably two years in to attending Brazos, I still didn't realize that I was missing that yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. I was going to church cause I liked it here, mm-hmm. you know, which was great. Um, but it really took be getting plugged in, joining a small group, which Chris, that was that first one we were in, um, which was awesome. So finding that community was really important. I realized I didn't have um, a God-fearing community at all in my life. Everything revolved around, you know, like drinking and gossiping and socializing, which is what I was involved in. And so, yeah, I guess... After attending for a while, that realization hit me. Kyle decided he was going to go get baptized. And then that kind of got me thinking like, oh, do I need to do that? And I was really wary of it. I didn't really want to. I was scared about what my family was going to say because that's not what I was raised with. And so, um, yeah, I would say that was probably one of the most pivotal moments. But um, after about a year later, I decided I wanted to make that jump and go get baptized because I really wanted to deepen my faith and not, you know, of course, getting baptized doesn't mean it's like a light switch on and off. Right. Like all of a sudden, mm-hmm. like things are perfect. Um, and I will say that from that point forward is when I really started to grow. So I made that commitment like, yes, I need to change some things in my life. I'm realizing I'm not fulfilled. It has been some of the most beautiful and amazing growth in my life. So, That's so awesome. Still how, working on it. How, how do you feel like that growth and in, mm-hmm. in your focus, the shift of focus, mm-hmm. I guess, in your relationship with God? Like, how do you feel like that has impacted different relationships in your life? So maybe your relationship mm-hmm. with Kyle or work. I know mm-hmm. that work started to look different. Yeah, right? You've been there. Definitely. You've been at work through this whole transition, right? right? Yes, like yeah. way before yes. caring, and then starting to care or starting to attend church, exactly. right? Maybe not caring yet. Exactly, and then recognizing, church. okay, yeah. something needs to change. And then this last couple of years of really deepening. Yeah. So how has all of that played itself out maybe in, in like at work? Um, I, this is, that's such a good question. I was, I talk about this all the time now because it makes me really excited. Yeah. Um, before 
that change started to happen, I really kept work separate from my home life, from my uh, relationship with Christ. I did not think about, oh, it should all be meshed together. And this, like, my relationship with Christ needs to be part of my, how I act at work. And how I act at work needs to be the same as how I would be on a Sunday at church. And how I interact with my family should, you know, it should all be all in the same plane. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this past year, I would say, has been the biggest change for me at work because so throughout COVID, you know, teaching from home and all that distance learning stuff last year, um, (laughs) I really had a lot of time to journal and I really got started on my quiet time more than ever. And so I'm uh, I like to do it in the morning. So I go out and I have my coffee and I sit on the porch and I like to be outside with my dogs. And Kyle always says, you know, like you can just sit out there for hours and I can I can just because I'm a big journaler. Mm -hmm. And so I just write and I write and I write. Um, And one big thing that I was journaling about that I would like to share is that I felt like I was in a rut. Um, And I just felt like my relationship with Christ was kind of stagnant, which I know was my perception. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was just asking him to reveal to me, what do you want me to do? Like, what is it that you're putting on my heart? I want to hear you. I feel like you're far away, even though I know you're not, which is frustrating because everybody tells Mm -hmm. me, you know, you're close. So Christ Mm -hmm. is never far away. Um, And so one of the things that was so clear to me was that you needed you need to talk about your relationship with me at work, mm. um, which was like, Ooh, okay, because <laughs> yeah. I just Ooh. was very happy with keeping that separate. Yeah. Um, and I didn't ever know how people were going to perceive that mm. or receive it at work. And I just wasn't really worried about that anymore. I was like, you know what, if people are going to judge me for what I want to voice and how I carry myself and what I talk about with as, in terms of my faith, then then that's, you know, that's on them if they want to distance herself from me, you know. And so I went about it, not trying to be pushy, but I texted um, when school started back up again. We were in person. I texted a few of the teachers I was close to, and I said, hey, you know, like, if you're interested, um, 7.20, if you want to meet in my classroom, let's just start the day with a prayer. And so they did, which was so cool. And then from that, it's grown, and some teachers from the high wow. school have joined us. So Our cool. like head of school has come down, um, and it's real been really really cool because. I had no intention on like other people coming to join or anything, but I know that if I don't start my day with mm-hmm. quiet time in itself, I have a really crappy week. Yeah. It just is like all downhill, and I feel like everything's yeah. the weight of everything is on my shoulders. But when I start the day in the Word, um, it's, it's insane to me how my day shifts, and it's like, of course it does, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, but it's been so cool, and just having that. Um, that space in the mornings in yeah. my classroom to meet. It's been a very non-judgmental zone. Um, people have opened up. Teachers have talked to each other about stuff they've never would have normally talked about. Right. And then from that, it's created conversations like outside of our Bible study or not. It's not a Bible study outside of our little prayer meeting. Yeah. And people will have come to us and said, Oh, I know you pray in the morning. Can you pray for this person? Or can wow. you, so it's not That's so like, so awesome. and those teachers don't feel comfortable coming mm-hmm. in yet, which mm-hmm. is fine. I don't expect everybody to want to come in and join, but for them to reach out and be like, yeah. Hey, so it was scary for sure. And so I don't awesome. ever, I don't want it to sound like, Oh, it's, it's me because of me, you know, or, or because I had this idea to pray. Cause it was right. not me. I would never have wanted to do that by myself right. yeah. ever. That was not, that makes me nervous. <laughs> I, was like, no, I, cause I don't, I've never led a Bible study. I don't, I, that's, I just am very much a follower when it comes to things like that. Mm. So that was very out of character for me to want to 
lead something. So that's why I know that wasn't me mm-hmm. yeah. doing that. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's it's so been cool. so cool. I yeah. love it. That sounds yeah. so awesome. And so when you look back at all those moments and you were talking mm-hmm. about your faith journey, who would you say are some people that God has brought into your life to help mm-hmm. you in those seasons and are still a big part of your yeah. story today? Absolutely. Well, like I mentioned back um, when we started, I came from a very, I come from a very loving family and I have a church background. So I do contribute a lot of um, my walk to that because it gave me a foundation Mm -hmm. of some sort. Um, So, of course, my mom and dad, um, like I remember my grandma, you know, sitting on the edge of her bed and praying every morning. I remember interrupting her to like ask her things. (laughs) I always felt so bad because she was, you know, I mean, for at least an hour would sit on her bed and just sit by her window and pray. And I will always remember that. Um, And as an adult, I will definitely say um, we've been in a couple of small groups and from those small groups, I've really made made some amazing friends um just women of of Christ who just can pour into me and I can be completely honest with um that's something that I have lacked was friendships with girls that are following Christ as well mm-hmm. and so and it's been hard like I said it was hard for me to open up at work but since I did it's like these women are coming out of the woodwork <laughs> at work. Everywhere. Yes, and they are. And it's almost like they were afraid as well mm-hmm. to reach out. And then now we have this bond. So that's been really cool. Um, so I've been praying same kind of same time when I was journaling about, you know, being in a rut. I felt like I didn't have connection with any girls my age um, who were on that same walk as yeah. I was, which was really hard. Um, so... But since then, it's been amazing. So I've definitely had some girls be revealed to me. Um, just like pretty much it feels like out of nowhere. Like I've had a girl move in down the street for me that I would have never wow. connected with otherwise. Um, we just hired somebody that first day we hit it off. And she's now one of my, um, I would say, one of my best friends. Um, and it's been like three weeks since she's joined us. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So it's just so crazy how I, when I just let go and try to quit. Because I would find myself meeting a girl and being like okay is she what I want in a friend Mm, like is she does she check these boxes for me which is so embarrassing to say out loud but I think a lot of women do that and it's like oh she doesn't fit my picture of what I think a God-fearing woman should be I don't know if she's for me or oh this conversation was a little awkward at first Uh, it's not gonna work yeah so I've been put in these positions where I've had these friends that are being revealed to me that I wouldn't have picked for myself. So that, I would say those are definitely some uh, relationships That's that so have good. been that. And I will say, Kyle has been a very strong yeah. supporter of yeah. me too. Like, he is, oh, I'm going to cry. I'm such a crier, you guys. <laughs> but he has been such a support. He pushes me um, in all the best ways in my walk yeah. with Christ. That's awesome. Kyle is a, a great, great guy. Yeah, and is. I don't want to make you cry more than you already are. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's seriously one of my best friends. And it's funny, you mentioned the small group that we were in and and I tell this story all the time. Like when y'all were in that small group, I didn't even remember giving Kyle my number. We were not connected at all. Like I I maybe said hi to each other in passing, but like just didn't connect, didn't hit it off. And it was probably two years removed from that small group. All of a sudden I get this phone call. He thought you were cool. He did. I'm not sure why. He was like, do you think Chris wants to hang out with me? So okay. Well, and he was, well, he was, he was mowing the grass and he stopped on the riding lawnmower and Uh called me and he was like, 
for the last three times I've been out here mowing the grass, God has been telling me I yeah. need to reach out to you. And finally, I'm just doing it. Yeah. Can we, can we like maybe get together and talk? I'm like, that is the absolutely. Story yeah. I've ever but heard. when my phone rang, I looked down and I'm like, Kyle West, <laughs> why in the world Who, is Kyle is West calling me? Yeah. That's I didn't how, even know I had his number. That's yeah, how I felt so. when he asked me on my first date too. Uh, I was like, Kyle West. <laughs> I was. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Yeah. So That's great. So and then, funny. well, it's funny because you talked about the, the new hire at work yeah. and I felt like that when Kyle came and, and sat mm-hmm. down and we had that conversation, yeah. um, just this instant yeah. connection. That's a good and way to put funny it. enough, I think maybe we talked about this the very first episode of the Story We're Sharing podcast. Kyle is the reason that this podcast exists. Yeah, really? Like yeah. it's actually him. I, didn't I was listening to that yeah, one. Yeah. I was having lunch with him at Torchies really? and he was talking about how it, in that season, God was using him to share his story with some of his coworkers and like, just him opening up about some of his story and his past or whatever is what really he had been feeling this pressure of like, I need to share the gospel with them mm-hmm. or I need to say the right thing or I need to do the right thing. And then it was when he simply just started sharing his story that he felt like this connection was being made. Mm-hmm. And while we were sitting there across from the table, like he's talking and normally I'm really attentive and like really into what he's saying. <laughs> and I felt like the Holy Spirit was just like wow, downloading, Hey, this so is, this lovely. needs to be happening. And so, yeah, it was actually because of oh. Kyle. So full circle, Full circle. So that's yeah. cool. I, I want to go a little bit off yeah. script because Uh-oh. you are talking about these people. Yeah. Uh, certainly foundation grandmother, like sure. sitting on the edge of her bed and praying yeah. like such a powerful right. picture and example in your parents. But then mm-hmm. God began mm-hmm. to bring these women of faith right. into your life. Right. At what point, And I, I'm cheating because I kind of know a little <laughs> bit, but I, I want to hear you unpack this because you aren't a self-proclaimed like leader mm-hmm. putting yourself out there mm-hmm. you would rather follow whatever but something happened somewhere along the way because god brought these people into your life he mm-hmm. uses you to start this prayer thing and mm-hmm. then you say yes mm-hmm. to this challenge a- in multiple ways one mm-hmm. you've been serving kids here at Brazos fellowship oh, yeah. for years which is incredible yeah. and, and pouring into those kids and they may not even recognize exactly yeah. what you're doing but then saying yes to college ministry and to oh, connecting yeah. with some of our girls and mm-hmm. and Here's the thing, being that godly woman influence in their life that God has put in your life. How? how? Like, where did that come (laughs) about for you to recognize? Like, right answer. (laughs) There isn't. There isn't a right answer. But yeah, like, (laughs) like how? What? How? Just for maybe someone who's listening who feels Mm -hmm. who relates with you. Of I. Like I'm not the person that should be out yeah. there. I don't have the Bible literacy or I don't mm-hmm. have the right answer. I don't mm-hmm. have enough experience or there are so many other yeah. women that God could use before mm-hmm. he could use me. Yet mm-hmm. you put your yes on the table and said, said mm-hmm. yes to enter into those relationships mm-hmm. and, and be that woman that right. people are looking up to. Yeah. Like how did you come to that moment? I think for me, because that's me too. Like I am, I can't quote quote scripture to save my life. Honestly, um, I'm getting better at it, yeah. but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not good at it. I can't stand up, and you know, I could never preach to a bunch of girls about things. But I can share my experiences, and I think that that's really strong. And um, once you do share those kind of experiences and what you've been through, I just know that that helps you connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like as far as I don't think I mentioned that I did 
say I wanted to help with college ministry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's what drew me to that, too, is because I didn't have that vulnerable woman in my life yeah. um, when I was in college. And I didn't have that um, anybody to pour into me and be honest with me and be like, hey, I don't have it together. And I'm an anxious wreck. And, you know, like I'm all over the place. But I know that Jesus is the Lord of my life. And if if I can just hold on to that, yes. then everything's yeah. going to be okay. And mm-hmm. and so I just know that if I can be honest and vulnerable with people, that that immediately creates a connection. Yeah. Um, and that's I think it's so interesting to just get to know people and ask them questions and like what makes you who you are. Like mm-hmm. you know, not just where did you go for lunch yesterday, but I really want to know about people and I want to know their heart and I want them to know that like. Like there's no judgment because, I mean, I'm I'm hot mess. And like, <laughs> but I've always been able to like really keep it together on the outside. Um, people are always like, "Oh, you're always smiling and you're always so happy," but I'm not. If you get to know yeah. me, you know. Yeah. So I think just having that, I don't know, like that vulnerability and that realistic, like this is who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a follower of Jesus. I do my best, but I still fall. Really helps people connect. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. I, I think that we all need to be challenged mm-hmm. to take a step that direction, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Towards yeah. that vulnerability and, and just being real mm-hmm. because it is so inviting to put it together on the outside. Right? Well, and that's, and even, I mean, I'm what, just turned 32 and like social media, I feel like you look at it and you're like, oh, those teenagers and social media, like, <laughs> oh, it's so tough. You know, it's tough for them to be in high school and have Instagram and TikTok. And, but like, it's hard for me. And, yeah. and I feel like it's hard in different ways. Like I yeah. compare myself career wise and like, oh, I don't have kids yet. Or, you know, like I'm not, I don't do this in church or I, I don't know. I haven't gone on this trip or, yeah. I mean, like that's hard. And yeah, so sure. I think any stage that you go through, you're going to struggle with that. And that's important to mm-hmm. remember, like you're never going to be like out of a phase where you're not comparing yeah. yourself to somebody. And, um, I did, I actually went with a walk on a walk with a friend yesterday and we talked about this, like that, you know, the enemy tries to attack you when you get like that. Um, but let's see, how did she put it? I had somebody confront me about something not too long ago and it made me feel uncomfortable too. And my friend was like, you know, that's like the enemy trying to kill two birds with one Mm -hmm. stone. Like, yes, this person is dealing with something, but when they bring it up to you instead of, you know, like you could talk it through with that person and work it out and pray about it. But instead the opposite effect happened to me. And then I felt like, I don't know, upset. And she's yeah. like, that's the enemy. He just got both of y'all in one yeah. blow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, you're right. So you just got to be careful with that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. That, that, that's so good. And mm-hmm. There are these, you know, so many <laughs> things and so many lessons along the way that you've mm-hmm. learned about yourself and about faith and mm-hmm. relationships and marriage and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Still learning. What are one or two <laughs> things when you think about, man, these are, these are lessons that I carry with me, that they, they mark mm-hmm. me. They, they define who I am mm-hmm. as, as a child of God, as a woman. Mm-hmm. What are one or two of those things that you feel like are like big lessons mm-hmm. that are worth, you know, are worth sharing? I mean, all of the lessons are worth mm-hmm. sharing, but like one or two things that you're like, man, this is, this is so mm-hmm. important to who I am. Hmm. 
You know, I think, like I've been saying, just really taking the time to get to getting to know the people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that it's really easy to just go day by day and just, for example, take the people you work with. If you don't really take the time to get to know them, you you don't. I mean, obviously, you don't know them, but you like <laughs> you've got to ask it because sometimes people just won't open up, and yeah. and you won't always have people that are receptive to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely say, you know, I mean, for example, when you see somebody, don't just say, "Hey, how are you?" Just be, to say it, like mm-hmm. yeah. say it and actually stop and listen to what they have to say, so, yeah. and because um, a lot of times, you know, you say, "Oh, I'm good." But, you know, say, but are you really like, how was your morning? And tell me about what happened yesterday afternoon. I mean, to really ask people, I think that's something that I'm learning right now. That's really, I just hope I don't lose because Mm -hmm. I've been really amazed at like how that's opened up opportunities for me. So that would definitely be one. And I think, honestly, um, gosh, just stepping back. I am such a control freak. And I know you hear people say all the time, like, oh, God needs to be in control and stuff. But that is so hard. And mm-hmm. um, the only way that I have learned how to really step back and let God have control is to stop talking to him so much mm-hmm. and to listen to him mm-hmm. more. Because I, like I said, I'm a journaler. And I've realized that journaling a lot is just the same as like talking a lot <laughs> with your mouth. And yeah. um, I find myself just journaling about all these things that are on my heart and all these people I want to pray for and this and that and the other but I really don't ever take time to just stop and listen and you know and I went to um, a conference not too long ago and they they talked about how God you know he leans down he leans down and gets close to you and that's in Psalms see look I just quoted I quoted look at you <laughs> let's I know, go I know. No, but, um, yeah. and it was really cool the way that they put it into perspective they said it's like a magnifying glass you know when you magnify the lord like when you use a magnifying glass you bend down and you get close to what you're mm-hmm. looking at and that's what god does when when he draws near to you when you draw near to him he also is close to you and he draws near and you know he's not always going to be talking to you through a lightning strike it's always yeah. more than not going to be a whisper not yeah. he's not going to come at you with a so big billboard good. you know yeah. so i think that's something um new too that I'm just really working on and that I'm trying to focus on right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you talked a lot about journaling. Yes. Which I'm also a fan <laughs> of that, so I agree. But what are some other things you do that are helping you with some of those hard questions yeah. and helping you just grow in your uh-huh. faith and you know continue to grow closer to God and build Absolutely. those relationships? Mm-hmm. I will say something else that's been helpful is having accountability partners. I have a coworker who I told her when I start to gossip or talk about people, she is to call me out on it. And so that is because that was one of my biggest struggles for a really long time um, was just talking back bad about people and not even realizing I was doing it, thinking, oh, they're not going to hear about it or it's not a big deal. But if I turn it around and if someone was saying that about me, I'd be so hurt. So that is um, something really that's been helpful. And I love how that's like public accountability yeah right i think mm-hmm. a lot of times when we think about accountability it's like oh i want you to text me later no, and be like hey you shouldn't after. have done that no. like whatever maybe challenge me a little but that's no. like public accountability yeah, no i want it. you to be like stop it she does too I stop and it. i do it to her i, I mean i mean and it and it's means a lot more and it hits you more because yeah. if it's in the moment and i'll start to say something she'll go uh can you stop oh yeah thank you i mean <laughs> and it stops yeah. me and it's so, so good. good yeah yeah so that's awesome. um is that what you were asking? Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Just what those disciplines are. Yeah. Disciplines, more disciplines. 
Hmm. You know, something I haven't done yet, but I'm inter- I'm reading about right now is fasting. I've never fasted, so that is something new that I am. Yeah. There's a book. I'm sure you've. I don't know. I mean, I've read a there's lot of a books, book. There's a book. <laughs> there's a book for that. There's a book out there. There used to be a commercial. It's like there's an app for that. There's a book and now for it's that. like there's a book for that. I love reading. Oh, that's my other favorite. I love reading. Yeah. I don't know if that goes hand in hand with journaling, but um, it doesn't because I hate journaling, but yeah. I love reading. <laughs> See, and when I read, um, kind of to him to me it's heavier because i have to process it so much yeah. more it's like i'll read a chapter and then i wait a few days and just really take time to process it and i'll journal about that um but fasting is something that i don't know a whole lot about mm-hmm. yet um i've never tried it and i'm really excited to try it but i'm just hoping like i want to go into it with the right mindset of i don't want to fast to get an outcome yeah. i want to fast yeah. for the right reasons and so just I don't know if I'm on a what, tangent here. No, but what created that curiosity? Like, why why Be- fasting? Good question. Because um, Kyle and I, as a group or a partnership, have decided that we need to grow our faith as a couple as well. So we pray together. Um, we talk about, you know, our readings and things like that. But we've looked at fasting, and we've also looked into Sabbath. Mm-hmm. John Mark. Yeah. John Mark. John Comer. Mark. Comer. Mm-hmm. Comer. He's yeah. my favorite. Um, yes. So that's been something very interesting. So he He's researching and reading more about um, having honoring a Sabbath, and which I don't understand why we don't, why more of us don't. I mean, we're built for I that, know. Yeah. you know? And so I'm doing lots of reading. And um, so those are two of the things that we're talking about right now. I personally don't want to try to do both at one time. Yeah, I would like sure. to start slow yes. and just kind of move into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's that- kind of where we're at right now. And I think it, we're just looking at, we want to grow. We want to be, we talk about this all the time. Like I just want to radiate Jesus mm-hmm. and the way that we're living right now, we're trying, but we're not doing everything we can. And so we're just kind of looking for ways that I just want, like when I open my mouth, I want it to just be Jesus. Yeah. And so working on it. How do you, going all the way back to the beginning, because uh-huh. I, I also grew up in what I would call a legalistic mm-hmm. home. How do you have that heart, right? Uh-huh. That I, I just want to radiate Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I want to practice these disciplines, yeah. these spiritual disciplines. How do you balance that? with the idea of like your background being Mm -hmm. legalism and it's Mm -hmm. like this legalism is this checklist and all these things that you have to do in this performance and, Mm -hmm. and legalism looks a lot of different ways, but that's a huge component of legalism is you have to check these boxes. You have to do these things. So how do you find joy Mm -hmm. in some of these practices Mm -hmm. and some of these rhythms and not let it go back to those roots of legalism? I think that now I I've seen how I felt and how I felt almost suppressed under that kind of religion. Um, Mm. And I've seen the life that I can have by just having a true relationship Mm. with Jesus. And I know the difference. And I think nobody's telling me I have to do it. That's good. Mm. And Mm -hmm. I'm seeking it out on my own. I'm seeking it out with Kyle because we truly desire that. Mm -hmm. We talk about all the time. Like when we have kids, we want them to see, Oh, look, we're going to have Sabbath on Sunday and we're going to play board games and we're going to go for a walk and we're going to honor, you know, honor Christ. And that's the kind of stuff that drives us. Um, It's just the difference of nobody's telling me I have to do it. I truly find that joy because it's just, it feels like you're so at peace when you do the things that, 
Jesus set up for us to do. Like my heart feels just so calm and at ease when I'm living in the way that he set us up to live. Yeah. Like how I was created. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So then what is the overflow of that Mm -hmm. in how it plays out in your relationship with everybody else? Right. The, Mm -hmm. when you consider your journey and and moving from legalism to a casual attendance Mm -hmm. to, okay, I'm starting to see that this is important. And now it's really this, like it's the desire of your heart, right? Like I have, I have this longing, this yearning Mm -hmm. for relationship with Christ. And then you've talked about vulnerability and you've Mm -hmm. talked about, you know, just, taking that step and really seeing people and caring about them. So what's the overflow of all of those things Mm -hmm. coming together? And what does that look like for you as you interact with the people around you? How does all that play out? I just want them to look at me and say that something's different. Like something's different in the way I talk to them, how I listen to them. Um, I want to be vulnerable in all conversations you know as appropriate honestly i want it to be or my desire is that if i can live out a life like jesus that brings people in then i am doing what i'm supposed to be doing Mm. because i'm not good like i've already said i'm not i don't feel like i'm a leader i'm a leader in a kindergarten classroom but like (laughs) other than that i don't feel comfortable getting up in front of a group of people and and leading i feel like the best way for me to show that jesus is you know in my heart is by my actions Mm -hmm. because i would much rather be quiet about Mm -hmm. things but if i can live in a way that's different than like my past and if i were to run into somebody that i knew five years ago and they think oh what's like why are you so different like that's Mm -hmm. what i want yeah because i think back about like how i acted and the way i talk to people and i'm like oh my gosh i hate thinking about it Mm -hmm. and so then that's where you know you have to be careful of the being ashamed of your past and because you know that's been forgiven and i don't have to worry about that anymore but i definitely still that hovers over me sometimes so if i can live in a way where people are like oh something is different and there's no way that i myself could have changed that then that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Wow. Well, I, I think you need to give yourself a little bit of credit as well mm-hmm. because you have maybe even uncomfortably, but mm-hmm. you have said yes to some things of even just like being on the stage and being in front of people. And yeah. you've done that even with our college ministry, some mm-hmm. girls events. I've had conversations with quite a few of our college girls who are like, oh my gosh. Well, thank you. Like <laughs> when I sat down and talked to Jennifer, like, can I please do more oh, of that? I'm like, you so should sweet. probably be asking her, not me. Like, I don't control her that's calendar. So but Thank yes, you. please do more of that. And so definitely, um, you know, I appreciate and, yeah. and love the humility. Uh, but at the same time, like, man, be confident Thank in what you. God's doing mm-hmm. and how he's Thank using you. your story yeah. and how the overflow is happening and and people notice that. And I notice that I I love, I love being around you. I love being around Kyle. Mm -hmm. I just, I love who y'all are because it's more than, Oh, I read this book and I think this is what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I'm I'm actually putting this practice. This Mm -hmm. is who I, who I'm becoming. And, and I think it's super beautiful. So, well, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Man, this was good. So, so glad to have you on the podcast. So fun. The fun is not over because before we let you go, we are just going to do something we like to call favorite things. Okay. And no, this or that. This This or or that. that? This or that. This or that. I said favorite things. I played that in my classroom. It's it's this or that. I wonder if it's the same. Pro. (laughs) 
<laughs> maybe we get up and like run across the room though. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. Dang it. There will no. There will be no running. <laughs> yeah, we can't. The microphones are not They're like not that agile. Room, so, so yeah. So Amy's gonna throw out some topics, this or that, okay. and you're just gonna give us, you know, what your Fine. what your thoughts are, and we'll probably, you know, I'll probably make fun of you on some. Okay, that's sounds okay. good. Anyway, <laughs> so the first one, dogs or cats? Ooh, dogs. Yeah. How many dogs do you have? We have two, uh, Taco and Dozer. Taco and I Dozer. know. Such the a best fan. dogs names oh, ever. Oh my gosh. When we got married, I had the bigger dog, and Kyle has like the little, the little, the little, the little one. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. So Taco is yours. Yeah. yeah. And he's Taco. A, he's a pointer mix. He has to have pit. Some pit in it. Yeah, he destroys everything yes, in his way. He has like chewed his way out of room, rooms and doors. He's ridiculous. And all oh, kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah, Kyle's telling me all kinds of stories it's about Taco all the time. He's chewed himself like out. We have a, a little extension on our garage, and he has chewed open that door and gotten himself into chewed through the door to get into the house. And I've gotten home from work before, and he's been like in the house. Oh, and yeah, it's been. I'm like, get out of here before Kyle gets home. So there's yeah. as if he's not going to exactly. notice the yeah. hole in the door oh, that the dog created. Yeah, yeah. He's like, why is this all bent in? That's like, funny. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Netflix or Hulu? Oh, I have to pick one. Netflix. I don't really watch either one. Okay, we don't. I read. I mean, and ride my are. bike. That's, there you go. I don't I watch Ride your bike. Nice. Well, yeah. I watch The Bachelorette. That's terrible. That's not terrible. It's fine. It's highly accepted. You, I, you know what? I'll, let me tell you something. I'm I, judging both of y'all right no, now. No, that's no. fine. I will. I love it. But this, I, I now see it and I'm like, oh my gosh, what the heck? This is so terrible. No, I say that every time. Why I watch are it, like, so This is bad? the worst idea ever. Why are they so up mean with this? to this each awful. other? Yeah. But I love it. It like yeah. hurts me. I'm such an empathetic person. And when I see stuff happen on the screen, I'm like, oh, that's so mean. Yeah, like, so I'm the same way. I'll even be like, feel awkward. I'm like, I can't Me watch too. this anymore. We got to turn this off. I feel awkward too. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Okay, a phone call or a text? A text. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right, I like it. Yeah. Well, it depends I on the person. I support that. That's fair. I support that. I want, if someone, I would rather somebody like text me and be like, hey, I'm going to call you in about 30 minutes so I can prepare. Oh, <laughs> I need to mentally prepare yeah. for this yeah. call. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, toast or eggs? Eggs on toast. Mm, Love that answer. Okay. Cake or pie? Cake. What kind of yeah. cake? Chocolate. Just anything chocolate. Anything chocolate. That's me. All chocolate. Yeah, yeah me I too. I want like all of the chocolate and the chocolate icing. Yeah, and chocolate filling, the sprinkles. All just, of the yep, chocolate. I'm the same. Hot with oh, ice, yeah. chocolate ice cream. That's a lot of chocolate. <laughs> I really do. Man, that's a lot of chocolate. Or carrot cake. That's oh, like, yes. I do love carrot cake. That's my jam. That's yeah. good. If you're local, go to Porter's. They have the best carrot cake. Really? Mm-hmm. There you go. No, it's like three know layer. It's so good. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Okay, do you like big parties or small gatherings? Small gatherings. Love it. Work hard or play hard? Mm. <sighs> I would say work hard, but I'm trying to do more play oh, hard. There you go. Yeah. I like it. So ease it over. There you go. Okay, so if you're playing hard, <laughs> uh-huh. you said you mentioned ride bike yes. earlier. What would you say is your favorite thing to do to play hard so our new thing is camping yes. which i know you're familiar with that <laughs> um yeah we have a tent that goes on the bed of our truck now and so we tent camp and paddleboard and a bike ride hamburgers or tacos tacos again because my dog i know no. i love jennifer <laughs> this makes perfect sense tacos passenger or driver uh driver okay i love it does kyle let you drive <laughs> yes <laughs> Not the lawnmower, but because that's my other thing is like because uh, I can't get the the yeah. line straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right. I'd rather him drive, though. Mm. Toilet paper over or under? Over. Okay. What was that gesture? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> Nothing. No. I, I mean, I think that you got it right. Because it's easy to grab if it's on top. I agree. I'm good with whatever. <laughs> I do. <generally, laughs> Enneagram nine over there is like, you Look, whatever you want. I'm a whatever two. I'm a I two. just really, again, I just put it on. I don't think about yeah. Oh, I switch like. it if it's the wrong way. That's, like, I really, awesome. see, I that's don't awesome. think about it. Oh, I do. That, <laughs> we also have a paper towel holder that's the same way. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, oh, but doesn't it always switch when you roll it anyway? So you're no. just like, no, it's I, no. I, it's I, always like over. And, and if you do it under, then it's always like hanging down. And, and so then it looks you have bad. And yeah. Like with your fingers. Oh, God to know. Good to know. Okay. Pancake or waffles? Belgian waffles. Come on. Love it. Big fan. Mm. I don't think we've had anyone on the podcast that have chosen pancakes. I don't Everybody has said waffles. I think waffles, yeah. yeah. Everybody has said waffles. Which I'm for. <laughs> Winter or summer? Summer. For okay. sure. Mountains or beach? Mm. California, so I can have both. <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I would say no, no, no. mountains. I would do mountains if I had to. Okay. <clears throat> well, that was it. There you go. Yay, that was fun. And okay. you didn't even have to like run to the different sides of the room. I know. Yeah, we do that. Calm. It's like, would you rather be a cat or a dog? And the kids run to one side of oh the room. Or the it's really cute. That's fun. Would you rather be a shoe or a sock? <laughs> it's that's like it's okay, so fun. Those questions I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, they're fun though. Man, we we need your list fun. of questions for they're our so next fun. guest. Like yeah. would you rather be a <gasps> shoe real? or a yeah, sock? I really want to debate that. I want to debate that with someone. Why? Yeah, tell me why. What That's would you fun. pick, shoe or sock? Um, if you had to be one, shoe because I don't want to be on someone's foot. Shoes are way cooler. Yeah, but yeah. what about people too. who wear shoes without socks? Yeah, <laughs> That's true. And now the podcast is just off the rails. <laughs> That's just, another problem. Yeah. That's a whole other category yeah. of people. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about we that. Don't know. We don't let those people come on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> if you don't yeah. wear socks, you are not welcome on the story we're sharing Five podcast. Socks on today. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks again, Jennifer. Of course. Thanks, guys. This was really fun. Yeah, absolutely. Emmy, season three is up and running. Episode one done. Yeah. We will see you for episode two. I almost said season two, but it's season three, episode two. Next time, Story We're Sharing podcast. See ya. Bye.